0: And we're live. All right, you want to take a minute and introduce yourself?
1: All right. How you doing? Uh, First, I want to say I appreciate you for inviting me to your show.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Again, my name is Traylon Day. Um, I've been in Eugene, Oregon now for about six years. Uh, Came here, a good friend, uh, told me about the nice weather and stuff like that. Uh, I'm coming from Las Vegas, Nevada, so I kind of wanted to just you know, check out something new, go to school, you know, see where it can go from there.
0: Nice, you at U of O or LCC?
1: Uh, so I'll, I'm at LCC right now. Nice. So I like it. I'm getting an English and literature uh, degree. I like it. Yeah.
0: Um, and just for background for people, uh, I actually met you through Deontay. Yeah. Um, just who was a guest. So I'm gonna say three or four episodes ago. Yeah. And he's like, all right, reach out to you. And um, I just immediately did and we set up a show Right off the bat, I like it. And yeah. just for for everyone listening, there's actually someone here filming this um,
1: yeah. because it relates to your business, which is? Uh, Day in the Life Entertainment, which is uh, entertainment, coordination, promotion, event planning, talent scout. I uh, kind of wear a lot of hats. Yeah, so. that's going to be a hard business to kind of get into, especially as a freelancer,
0: not like playing a role in a bigger company. Like, yeah. So you got to just go find and sign
1: people on your own. Uh, how does that work? Yeah, so um, usually, you know... We're living in a time now where it's a lot of a lot of digital stuff. So um, in Eugene, uh, you don't see a lot of people that's putting out a lot of music and stuff like that. You might hear, might see it here and there, but um, I'm trying to find different artists and find different producers to where they can start doing it on a consistent basis.
0: Nice.
1: Um, you know, kind of kind of taking that craft of just doing it with their friends, but then turn it into a, a major career where they can start making profit from it. So just trying to have. Uh, trying to get that idea and get that in their head yeah and so it's kind of, kind of hard i like it my understanding is that you set up the
0: entire venue you get the venue you get the the artists the sponsors i literally turned nothing into something
1: yeah i like that and so i mean but you're getting a degree in writing is that so you can yeah so you know? um so day in the life entertainment is kind of like a, i like to call it a side hustle so it was something where I looked at, and then, you know, that question where they always ask you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I see myself owning my own business. I see myself not trying to work under somebody because I feel that, you know, a lot of people like to undercut, make you work just for bare minimum. So um, I started then in Life just with the the possibility of making something for my, myself. So that was the real reason why I did that. Um, but the English and literature part came with uh, me being a writer. Nice. So uh, I, Do I wanna... you have anything published? No, so I'm not th- I'm not that good. Yeah. I'm still going to school for it. So, um, I kind of want to get into uh, like writing scripts and stuff like that, writing music. I've written a script. I have a script published. Wow, that's
0: great. I crazy. have another one. I'm 80 or 90 pages in god damn it i don't want to finish i just torrented a a copy of final draft too i didn't even buy it wow and just probably two weeks ago i actually bought logic pro for the first time and final cut i was making music Uh and doing podcasts off a torrented version too wow um but then i'm like all right, i gotta buy this shit eventually i just don't want to buy final draft yet it's 200 dollars for the just to write script yeah so i'm like god damn um but what would you write a script about man like short films or future?
1: Uh, yeah, so short films. Uh, so I'm like real big into the YouTube thing, you know, trying to get a YouTube check. So, you know, doing short films <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe um, maybe music videos and stuff like that where, where it has uh, a bigger content, you know, not just somebody sitting in front of the camera just, just rapping. I want to have yeah. like, you know, a movie behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe that or, you know, writing a book, you know, kind of story of my life, yeah. you know, because, you know, my business is day in a life. So maybe you might write a book story of my life. I like it, man. And so what do you do day
0: to day? Like what makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing?
1: <sighs> so before the quarantine, uh, I used to play a lot of basketball, uh, play basketball in high school. Um, so that's something that I like to spend a lot of my time, kind of get a lot of those stresses off me for that. Yeah. Um, you ever
0: fucked up your ankle, or near anything?
1: Yeah. So um, I actually have a, 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 so I dislocated my thumb and uh, permanently, like I can crack it anytime I want to. Brutal. So, yeah. So
0: was that your thumb right there? Yeah, that was That's it right brutal, there. Man. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> you can still play basketball?
0: Does it fuck around with you at all? I mean, uh, for me, pain is one of the worst things. That's why I won't do things like. And sorry to people who do it, but like ski and shit. Like people fuck up their knees yeah. doing that shit, and I'm like constant pain for the rest of my life. Compared to like a couple a weekend of fun. Yeah, it's rough. It's like a rough trade off, you know.
1: Yeah. Um. So like when I was like 13, 14, I feel like you know I wasn't really. Cause that's when it happened. When I was fourteen. So when it happened, it was like you know I just kind of got back out there and started hooping again. But yeah. now that I'm 25, like I think when I was 23, 24, when I started to get back out there and really play, uh, yeah, it did bother me. It was like you know I felt like thought I was coming off a, a, a season injury. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, shitty, man. Um, so as far as putting events together, have you done one yet? Are you? Yeah. So I've I've, I've did a, a couple. So um, my first major show was at uh, Public Streetwear. Um, which is located on Willamette Street next to the Game Pub. Nice. Um, and her name is Kate Reed, and we uh, collaborated uh, with a group of uh, people named Mark. It's called the Mark Gallery, so they host art galleries, and there are four group of friends who contacted me because I'm very good at doing entertainment. So we all kind of got together and had a, a venue there, and um, there's a barbershop called Super Nature uh, Barbershop, yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure where that's Let me located. guess the
0: sponsor. Positive Energy Only?
1: Yeah. So Was it nice? Yeah. Nice. Positive cool. Energy right. Only. Uh, you heard that from Deontay? Yeah. He
0: actually mentioned that he was a sponsor for a show where he got to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that must have been a cool experience, man. So it's cool because yeah. you could kind of uh, uplift everyone involved. That's actually a big reason why I like doing this show is because it's not like I'm necessarily stealing time from guests and stuff. It's like I give a platform to you, you, you know. Right. It's a collaboration. It's a collaboration. We're both trying to get uh, what we have out to the public.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I enjoy. So what's your next uh, five years look like? Because you said people always ask that question. What, yeah. does, what does it actually look yeah. like? Then? So,
1: you know, I'm, I'm really because uh, it's the first year anniversary for uh, Day in the Life. Um, Day in the Life Entertainment was created uh, June 1st, 2019. Um, although we're going through the quarantine, it's hard, you know, to really do live events right now. So yeah. um, and, and where I would see myself in five years is uh, creating a lot of content. You know, whether that be live streaming, uh, music videos, um, um, interviews such as this, mm-hmm. uh, and just trying to give that, uh, put them on various digital platforms, and trying to find different artists so that I can have as much content on a digital platform as possible.
0: Yeah, isn't it such a bitch to complain about how COVID's affecting you when you know people are pretty much becoming homeless and all these right. bad things? But you're like sitting there, you're like, it's kind of making my life inconvenient. But I'm like, I'm not even, I'm gonna, I, I'm not even gonna upplay it at all. Like right. it is not affecting me compared to other people. Right
1: yeah um yeah so it affected me uh based on my my business because um you know I, I was doing event planning so a lot of the things that i was doing was uh personal so social gatherings and being in front of people and stuff like that mm-hmm. so uh it has affected me there but you know financially not really and who knows when it will go back to that though my god yeah so that's that's the thing you know when are we going to be coming up out of this uh corona quarantine shelter in place
0: yeah no it's funny because i try to i've been trying to stay away from as far as possible because do you listen to podcasts uh,
1: not not as much as I should.
0: You wouldn't believe how much every single podcaster is talking about coronavirus lately. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm just going to do my best to not be that ignorant person spouting off about it. Um, but just did uh, did Deontay tell you anything about the show before you came?
1: No, he kind of just um, contacted me. And, no, you contacted me and yeah. told me, hey, I would like to have you on my show. You told me who you got the resource from. So mm-hmm. I contacted Deontay. He was like, hey, you know, taking a run with it so. Yeah. So it.
0: so this is usually just a goofy. Like, I think like two minutes into Deontay's show. I'm like, so what are you doing? And he's like, I just go home and relax. I'm like, just masturbate. It's like, it's oh, goofiness. I- so my, my <laughs> most recent guest man, he wrote, uh, he, uh, so I have a lot of filmmakers and musicians and you stuff right. on the show. He made a movie. It was going to be a full length movie, but he keeps cutting it down. So now it's like a 30 minute film called Maffinadil or something like that. I'm like, did you name it after the, uh, the upper modafinil? He's like, I did. I'm like, can I have one? And so today's the day I took it. I spoke with him two days ago mm-hmm. and I didn't want to take it yesterday. So I took it today and it's almost an exact medium between caffeine and Adderall it's wow. it's interesting because because he wrote a whole short film about it I'm like uh-huh. that's an interesting uh you know thing that I've never tried before so yeah if I am like jumping ahead in conversation or no all you're, around, good. That, you're good that's a large
1: reason why I love tangents I have them all the time nice yeah. <laughs> you're
0: all good I like it man so um as far as media do you, uh that you produce I mean you're gonna make writing eventually but right now do you make anything else
1: um so so personally I don't so like I said before um I haven't I haven't created created anything in terms of you know published material mm-hmm. I haven't created you know Do it
0: man you can do it so easily if yeah. you write a hundred pages, you can put publish a book on Amazon for free.
1: Yeah. A lot of people say that I have a lot of voice in my writing, so I should be able to, like, you what know... What do you
0: write? Do you write, like, uh, graphic pornography, or do you write more of, like, fan fiction, or no?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, um, uh, I, like, I like writing about, like, uh, you know, traumas. I, li- I like talking about wow. personal experiences that uh, people go through. And so,
0: have you experienced a trauma of any sort that you write about, like, from experience or you just like kind of hypothesize like
1: what no i've actually yeah i have that written down i actually have um a four page uh like my story yeah. something where i just sat down and kind of wrote uh about my life uh things that i've been through is and something kinda,
0: you wouldn't want to give away because of the book or is it too personal to say on air i think
1: or? i think see i think that's what i'm doing now like each year I keep writing down these different things that's going on, not like it's a diary or a journal or anything like that, but, you know, I'm going to take it. it, it, Right, (laughs) right, when you think about it of that nature, and I think, like, you know, with each time that I write something down or I create some type of piece, I'm going to take all these pieces together and create that book and kind of have, you know, work one-on-one with somebody that's an editor and try to have it all, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said before, like, in the life of Troy Long, you know what yeah. I mean? So, not
0: to delve into personal, but what, what was the traumatic event that happened to you? I mean, uh, you got to imagine I'd be curious after you say that. I wrote four pages about something traumatic that happened to me.
1: No, I felt no, so, you know, um, you know, growing up in a single uh, single parent household, uh mom it, or dad? Uh mom, so, nice. you know, my mom, single parent, you know, did her thing. Uh so it it showed me how to become a man without that father figure there. So, going through those trials and tribulations on becoming a man was those traumas? Yeah. If that makes any sense. Do you think you're more chick-like from
0: it, or do you think did you just find like a male role model in TV or film, or?
1: Uh, I think uh, in my neighborhood. So I had a lot of people who were older to me who were uh, doing, you know, not so good things, but they. Uh, went through problems in their life where they could share those experiences with me and I took nice. those experiences so that I wouldn't do those same mistakes yeah. that they did. Yeah. That's
0: cool. So, so you personally got it in person but my understanding is that a lot of um, just younger people in general get their role models from like bigger films and stuff. Right. So you would be the epitome of because I was like as obviously a white kid from Eugene, Oregon mm-hmm. like why is Black Panther such like a big cultural shift and then people were like there was no one to look up to as like a black big movie star that's like that I'm like, like that's also a superhero uh-huh. and I was like I never really thought about that like once you once the, you think of that you kind of understand like how much of someone's personality or like different groups get their personalities right. from their their stars um, do you think cultural I almost want to say culture change so I think culture is a bad thing that kind of restricts people it makes people think hey you should act more like this like right. um, whatever as uh, an example be like you should act more like Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt for me or like, like, like white men who are successful right do you see that as the same case for black men?
1: Yeah, uh I do. I feel like the um the narrative in media uh plays a big role on uh, heterosexual black men. Um and how that uh You're saying yeah.
0: this as a gay black man?
1: No. I'm kidding. I'm not so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just wanted to clarify. I just yeah, wanted to yeah. clarify. No, yeah, you know, um, the narrative on a heterosexual black male is he's he's a, he's an animal. He's a thug. You know, uh, he's a gangbanger and all of these different types of things. So that that plays a a lot on that person's psyche. So yeah. Well,
0: it's interesting because media really makes it kind of appealing. Yes. And then in real life, you're like, this isn't appealing at all. Any right. sort of violence is horrific and something to be avoided. Right.
1: It goes back to what you were saying about culture. You know, mm-hmm. um, culture. I feel like. It does have a cap, so it kind of has uh, different things that a person has, and that could be related to that culture when it shouldn't be. You know, people are vast. You know, people change over time, mm-hmm. so it shouldn't be like, hey, if you act this certain type of way, I'm gonna put you in this culture, and that's what you are. Yeah. You know, we're we're diverse. Something, know, something that kind
0: of happened related to that is Doja Cat. There was canceled Doja Cats like a big thing on Twitter mm-hmm. like a couple days ago. Yeah, you both. Um, and a large reason is because she was just a horrible role model for black women, was my understanding of it. She just right. said some horrible things and stuff in the past, and I am all against kind of cancel culture. It's like, yeah, it's kind of obnoxious. But at the same point, like if a bunch of people collectively want to be like, we don't want her to be a role model for 13-year-old black women to be like, it's cool to cheat on your man. It's cool to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And like, at some point, canceling someone is a thing that should be collectively done.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? um, uh- I just feel, on that standpoint, I feel, I feel, if if people uh, want to listen to that person's music, they have to understand who that person is, and it's very hard for people to understand, uh, you know, uh, uh, who a person is if they're hiding only behind this image, mm-hmm. you know, and once that image is lifted off of them, you start to really see who that person is, and. That can be later down the line when you've been buying albums, when you've been buying merch yeah. and all of this type Supporting of thing. so person. Yeah. I mean, that
0: became apparent with, who's that guy who beat the shit out of Rihanna? Uh,
1: what was that? Chris Brown.
0: Chris Brown. Like, people still listen to his music today. Yeah. It's yeah. like nothing happened. It's yeah. Like, whoa, are you serious about that?
1: Yeah. Um, but
0: to go back to Doja Cat for a second, I just I just bring this up, and it's probably going to sound horribly ignorant or whatever of me to say. But that seems like an example of the most obvious, like, the cultural icons in that community so strongly... Influence, like, like it tends to be like that's like one of the only ways that young people can see themselves going. Like, I do think that's um, something that like white men get lucky with. Like, Mm -hmm. I can pick who I who I see as a successful version. I can be like, I'm going to kind of go toward that because no one really has no role models where they're like, I'm going to completely, you know, go on my own path.
1: Right. Sometimes it could be your parents. Sometimes it could be your uh, superheroes. Mm -hmm. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, and and so if there was only one pretty not not completely one pigeonhole but one very similar kind it would be hard to be like break out of that mold and be like i'm not going to act like that but i'm just every time i've said to someone i'm like i kind of think culture holds people back people are like that is not true we need to preserve culture all these different things and i'm like i think it makes people like hey you have to it's like a bunch of i think the common clause or common phrases it's like dead people peer pressuring you or right. it's like here's what you have to worry about here's how you talk how you how you have to talk just to everyone right. and i was like at some point like we're not that free if if other people are just telling me how i have to act and what i have to put in faith in you know i
1: i think in in terms of a, uh black culture uh i do feel like that that our culture should should be um you know promoted you know in nice, a, in yeah. a, in a positive light uh because for so long for so long in 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 hollywood and the media they have uh, painted the black culture in a negative aspect, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know if if more children, if more kids were able to see uh, the black culture in a positive limelight, because there's there's positive and negatives to a lot of different things. Absolutely. So you know if Everything. that were you, exactly, you know what I mean? Uh, with the every rea- with that reaction, with every action, there's a reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So um, with putting out that positive that positive media. I can have children to look up and be like, hey, you know, I can have that option if I want to gravitate to my culture or if I want to gravitate outside of it. Yeah. But if it's just that negative you know, stereotype that's projected into the neighborhoods all the time, that's mm-hmm. all they, you know what I mean? 100%. Really quick, pull, pull the mic down like two he inches. Like, He's like, I um, got to see your face, man. Yeah, there we go. Um, so what kind of role model would
0: you want to be for? people exactly like you who may not have had the one that they wanted
1: or um, that they saw fit, you know? Uh, just being a leader, you know? I'm the president of the Black Student Union on LCC campus, so, you know, uh, the first thing Congrats, I that's would... that's awesome. Thank you, I appreciate that. The first thing I would promote is, you know, standing up for what you believe in, because at the end of the day, you're going to have a lot of people that doubt what you're doing. You're going to have a lot of haters out there, but mm-hmm. you just got to stay cool and do what you want to do because... Do you, you really know, have right. a lot of
0: haters out there? It's such a common thing for people to say, and I'm like... I haven't seen any of you like like the majority because I obviously have a lot of creatives on my on my show like like yeah. musicians and filmmakers and stuff and politicians are like all oh, the haters you gotta ignore them or you gotta I'm like I haven't seen any of you receive hate what do you guys talk It's just a it's again that's a common cultural phrase that mm-hmm. everyone says mm-hmm. and then they're like yeah there are haters out there I'm like maybe
1: Yeah I mean um, you know like I said if you're a person that uh, stands firm on what you believe in mm-hmm. um, you might have somebody that don't believe in what you're thinking so. Yeah. I, 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 I think that describes a hater in but my could book. could be a good
0: thing. If you're holding firm on a belief that, say, I'm not going to bring up a hot-button issue, like, say you believe one side of abortion or something, and it's a hot-button issue, mm-hmm. and someone's a quote-unquote hater by trying to, like, check you on that. Like, sometimes I think people need to be checked. I don't think that's necessarily even hate, but it could just be, like, we all have kind of evolving ethics and standards and what we believe in. Like, sometimes, like, people should change that for us, you know?
1: I think it's more so about, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some people, I, cause I do understand what you mean, I do. Um, but I feel like some people kind of um, reject uh, how you feel even though they're trying to tell you like, hey, this is how I feel. But they're still like, you know, it's either my way or the highway instead of just hearing out from both ends. So, cause I have a lot of conversations like that where I feel a certain way about something and another person feels another way. And yeah, you know, it gets me to that point where Talking with them, I can now understand where, you know, people with that mindset come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right.
0: I just had someone on the show. I'm not going to call him out. I'm going to say he came on the show a long time ago. Kind of scared the shit out of me because um, I was like, yeah, some of these cop shootings, not even cops shooting black mm-hmm. people, cops just shooting human beings. Mm-hmm. is scary as hell. And I even showed him a video of this cop shooting a white guy down on his knees in a hallway. I'm like, don't you think situations like that are, I'm not even saying that cop was in the wrong. But that's the reason people hate cops, is Mm because that cop didn't get fired. He got laid off for emotional trauma, and he gets $5,000 a month. I'm like, the kid who he shot's mom is paying his free $5,000 a month. Like, that's why a lot of people don't like cops. And he's like, well, it's a tough situation. Who knows? Tempers are high. I'm like, How can people have these opinions? And I could have been wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. for all I know. You know, it was just really enlightening for me to see a situation, like someone hold that strong of a viewpoint Mm -hmm. to the point where I'm like, Jesus, maybe I'm going to hold some of my viewpoints less strongly because I have like some further right-wing viewpoints necessarily, mostly on things like I would almost say gender and pronouns and all Mm -hmm. those things. I'm like, Mm -hmm. are you guys kidding me? Um, But then I'm like, Jesus, if people see me as that, because I saw that person was like, whoa, that person has some anger in them. I was like, damn, it's just, it's not even necessarily about the viewpoint or the issue, it's about how people view
1: you because of your stance on the issue.
0: That's right. is I'm kind of starting to come with it. It you know? goes
1: back to that Doja Cat, you know? Yeah. You can be making all that music, but then once you sit down and have a real conversation, you start to see those you mm-hmm. know, viewpoints, you start to be like, oh, I don't know, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so. what's a
0: viewpoint that you have where it's really strong that may even be controversial? I mean, like, what's something you hardcore believe in that you're like, I didn't like people who believe in not using plastic bags who'd call someone out on like, hey, you shouldn't use plastic or stuff like
1: that. I feel African-Americans should be promoting more African-American businesses.
0: A hundred percent, right? Chris, no. Was it Chris Rock? No. The more, goddamn, Kevin Hart. I was like, the shorter comedian guy. Uh, Kevin Hart just won a Joe Rogan today or yesterday. Oh, wow. And he was like, "Yeah, and I just got a big loan and I'm working with JP. Morgan Chase, and I'm like, "Wow, that's who you are working with and wow. choosing to spend your money. Like there are black banks that you could be putting right. your money in. That would be then again, helping black communities. Right. But you're giving it to JP. Morgan Chase, the one people who are probably the worst in terms of that.
1: The people who invested into private prisons. Yes. The same
0: <laughs> yeah things like that you I'm know like, what Whoa, I mean? that's kind of not very cool man and then he spends the next three hours just pumping it up he's like if you want to be successful but you're not it's just because you're lazy and i'm evidence of that like everyone should grind hard i'm like bro what about people who are born without arms what about right. pe- so many things like you got lucky as shit be
1: grateful for it i mean and then you looking i mean every when you think about uh people such as kevin hart um you know kevin hart had to start off somewhere so you know there were people that he was working with or people that was by his side who assisted with him getting to the point where he's at and sometimes when you're getting to that point where you're making money when you're getting all the glamour and all of this fame you start to forget those prime people who put you in that position Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know in terms of that J.P. Morgan deal, mm-hmm. he just forgot about those people that was with him when he first got up because he yeah. could have took that money and went back to those people like, hey, this is payback for that times that you had me when I, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have all these millions to yeah. go with J.P. Morgan,
0: yeah. yeah, and things like that. Or I think he was getting a loan, but then the the money oh, from loan, the interest right. of the loan goes to J.P. Morgan Chase. Like, right. It was a big. It's not, it's not going
1: I, back into the to the, the black community. community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I was thinking like there was like six or seven years ago there was a big movement for black people to keep in their money in black banks. Right. And then whatever happened to that, as far as I'm aware of, like, I never hear anything about that. But I'm like, damn, that's actually really smart.
1: So um, there is a uh, <laughs> it was called Black Wall Street.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Black Wall Street was a, hilarious. Yeah,
1: it was a place where uh, black owners could, you know, put their money in, you mm-hmm. know, black businesses, black families would move in. And tragically, that was ended. Um, really? This is something that we're not seeing. Uh, happen anymore? I don't know why, uh, but I feel like this is something that should just be. Just cutting into JP more.
0: Morgan Chase's profits, they had put Man. in, and they had billions of dollars that they could end it with. You know, I
1: mean, I don't, That's I don't, brutal. I don't think so. I don't, I don't. You
0: don't think it was ended purposefully? It just like failed for some other reason. No,
1: no. In terms of like you know, taking away from JP Morgan.
0: You don't think it was taking money away? I mean, if JP Morgan, if you're a bank and you yeah. think, oh, 13% of the population is black, and then they're all mm-hmm. now putting their money in with this in their competitor, own there yeah, right you be like, all right, let me see if I can change the laws to get rid of that.
1: It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't even a change of laws. It was more surrounded with uh, racial ties. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was an incident where uh, a black male was, uh, you know, accused of doing something wrong to a white woman. And there was bloodshed classic. after that. Is so, that the most
0: classic accusation right. to bring up an, an issue?
1: Right. Of course.
0: That's brutal.
1: Yeah. So, you know, with that, they took it upon them to destroy Black Wall Street. Wow. And I feel like now... You can't just go around just killing a group mm-hmm. or a community such as that because yeah. you're gonna have backlash. Uh, I feel like now things are starting to be implemented in laws mm-hmm. where you know stuff, you know where you can't even get enough money to even put it in the bank or even to even get to a loan to even get money to start a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's very. But it's not hard. even
0: just black people. For everyone, it's yeah, becoming I mean, a very yeah, difficult yeah, thing yeah, for but people our th- age. Right, right. It's as shitty as hell. Right. Um, yeah, when I started this show, I was like, I don't know, are things are are things still bad and keeping people down? And then the more people explain redlining policies and all these right. different things, I just had a a guest on my show who was running for city council because I have some more local politicians on. He posted something. He was like, I think something that backfired was in the '70s and '80s, people were like doing this really subtle thing against gay people by making the enemies or the evil people in films uh, very feminine, like right. like that, just to kind of subtly put in people's minds. Right. And he's like, but now all these people are coming out, so it clearly didn't work. I'm like, I didn't even, if I wasn't in the gay community, I'm not, I guess. If, I, if you're not in the gay community, there's no way you would have known about that. And things like that. And like, obviously, as someone who's not in the black community, like, there's no way to I could know. But then I do believe that it goes the other way as well. Like, a lot of things that black communities are like, we're not getting a fair shake with that. Me, as a white person, I'm like, well, neither do I. Like, I think a lot of these things are universal, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some of it can go hand in hand. But I mean, at the start of the scrimmage, we got the short end of the stick. Yes. So a lot of those, you know, (laughs) generation after generation, this is still being implemented until, you know, one generation says, hey, we need to start changing the norm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when things on both ends of the spectrum will change. Yeah, And it's, you know, that it starts with us now, Mm -hmm. even this conversation right here.
0: Let's let's take it to the next step. If you're in a position of power, because you're starting a a company where you're putting on events and you're going to have a lot of talent. Yeah. Are you first off, are you going to take on white people as talent, like white musicians and stuff?
1: Uh, Yes, I am. I actually have a a good friend of mine where I'm going to be putting him on.
0: Cool. And then so further than that, Uh if you have a position
1: like you get to pick the headliner for Coachella, are you going to pick a black person over a white person? I mean, if if it came down to that decision, if I had to choose a white person over a black person, I'm choosing a black person. Yes. Yeah.
0: But even if it might not be a good enough fit for like like maybe the uh, the black person's like making country music, but then the white person's like electric dance. Like like if it, would you would you force it even if the fit's not quite as well? I mean, it, it depends. No 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 no. Okay, cool, You're good because cool, cool. it,
1: it depends on the situation. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it really the genre. Coachella, what's the theme? You know, mm-hmm. I, I put all of these things in consideration yeah. before I even put, you know, a person, hey, you're going to go first. Mm-hmm. You're going to go second. But that's you
0: what know? I was kind of like, would you put in your company, would you put black people first? Because I mean, that would be more in line with your, like, that's your core belief is that like black community should put, help black people more, which yeah. I 100% agree yeah. with. Yeah. Yes. But that is a curious question about it, you know?
1: No. And I, I appreciate you for making that standpoint. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more for... Uh, People, like I said, I had an interview that's on Instagram. You can go to my page. You can check that out. Yeah, I'll put links in the description for people. I appreciate that. Um, So the point that a lot of people do not want to work for the man, Mm -hmm. which is trying to find different ways so that they can make an income for themselves, Mm -hmm. which is yourself, which is myself that I'm doing.
0: And the person here videotaping us, I'm sure, as well.
1: Right. I feel that um, in society, you know, music that comes from the ghettos and poverty has a bad stigma, so I feel like I'm gonna try to be, be putting these people in a position so that that you know that that light is not shined in a negative way; it's shined in a positive way. But sometimes it has a bad stigma because it is produ-
0: uh, promoting things like like kind of like mixing alcohol with pills that tend to kill people. Like many people from that community have died. Yeah, I understand. so what point is propping it up or, or trying to almost get rid of the bad light? Not a good thing and i'm just playing devil's advocate no, 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 no the extreme and i understand what you saying. i think if i was in your position i'd be like i would be very honest be like yes i would put black black
1: musicians off first top. like that's my goal off top yeah but i feel like i feel like it's more so about promoting the 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 poverty of it the, the 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 norm that people who come from these cultures this come from these these areas they're not you know what i'm saying what the media presents them to be mm. you know mm. what i mean some of these people are regular people that's just like hey I'm talented at my music, so I want to put that to people so that I can inspire the next person. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you got you know all of these other artists that's putting out all of these negative you know concepts where it's like you know people eating it up like candy.
0: Oh, it's becoming very popular. Like a yeah, lot of those oh, people sure. I'm like, holy shit. Like it's almost, some of it's like depressing as shit. Like people talking about like sad, depressing, killing themselves I mean, all those things. I'm like, oh my God, why is this popular? But I guess it shows that a lot of young kids are not in a great place mentally.
1: I, and I, and I feel like you know, um, with 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 hip hop, with the rap, with the music that's going on, you know, it's always been popular. You know, yeah. it's it's always been something that was always in the limelight because this is something where it's it's been so much secluded. It's always been something where they had to hide it away from people. Yeah. And I feel now it's like you know, people are tapping into it because they're like, oh wow, you know what I'm saying? These yeah. are people that's these people's story are, is not the norm today. You know, mm-hmm. these people's story are, are always not in the forefront. So, I think
0: a great example of that, everyone's going to hate me because I bring him up every show because he's my favorite role model in right. terms of everything he does in life, Kanye West.
1: Yeah, so the he, came up, he, came, he came up from the bottom. Yeah, yeah well, not necessarily.
0: He grew up middle class, but that's not, shouldn't be looked down upon. Just like the things he's making, like he is talking about mental health in a way that not even just the black media, but no communities have really talked about that much, especially yeah. in music. Like he made us like, He's, so I don't know if you know, he's the greatest or he's the the wealthiest artist, not even just musician, but of any kind, filmmaker, anything of all time. Now mm-hmm. he has $3 billion. Right. And his, one of his most recent albums was about being bipolar. Right. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's really cool. And, yeah. And I feel like, you know, think about somebody who's coming from a, a culture, you know, such as the black culture mm-hmm. uh, into a culture where, you know, not really, uh, not too many people like us or look like you is there. So it can kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it works a lot on your psyche. You know, and you know?
0: say straight. So do you think if you were a gay black man?
1: Um, when, you said, when I said straight. You
0: earlier mean? you said uh, there's not as much emphasis on straight, or there's an emphasis on black, straight black culture.
1: On heterosexual. Heterosexual. Yeah.
0: Wait, is straight and heterosexual all the same thing? No, no, no. It's the okay. same thing. Yeah, I, we're I, just try, talking to, I try
1: to, you know what I'm saying? I try to be professional so I yeah. don't have nobody, you know. I try, my to throat, I try to be the opposite. I try to be the opposite. no, I could um, dig it.
0: I could dig it. It's your job. Yeah, but then there are things like uh, moonlight and stuff. Like things do come out, kind yeah. of like almost break through that. Right. That kind of shift. That, but I don't know. It was the, the whole reason I bring this up. I was on Twitter, and someone got a tweet that went really famous. It was called or it said, um, "Thanks Walmart for the free plants outside and stuff." Just making a joke about like stealing from Walmart and like right. everyone always does it. Right. Um, not that I do it. No, um, but then I went to the person's bio because they kept like promoting really weird things and it's like, all black trans lives matter uh-huh. and I'm like, that's interesting to think like, how far of a subgroup it could get to mm-hmm. and I know it's been politicized saying all lives matter but at the end of the day, like, what all these things are really pushing is that like, a, lot of, a lot of different subsects of like, categories of uh, people, the way people would categorize themselves, really don't feel like they matter but I'm like I don't know it feels weird to say all lives matter, but you know, that's the end of this. Is like everyone banding together and being like, "Yo, you know, a lot of us are not being respected."
1: Yeah, I, I feel on a, on a personal note, I feel that um, you know with Black Lives Matter, um, this was something that was taken and uh, people ran with it. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like a a lot of subcultures, you know, took that energy and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's always been like that with the black community. Anything that happens in the black community, you know, is one thing, but then you know something that happens, it's, an, it's a, two times as much. And it's like, you know, you don't get no, sl- no slap.
0: Why does every cool fad originate with the black community? Or, like, things like Black Lives Matter? Like, a lot of very big cultural shifts come out of that. You got to X the consumer. Yeah, very true. <laughs> I mean, we're the, we're the consumer. We've both heard about that. You I'm, know? I'm living it. You're living it. <laughs> yeah, I know. God damn it. Talking to that guy who's was talk- defending cops, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm still scared every time I see a cop. Like... Yeah. yeah. Wait, you guys got pulled over today?
1: Yeah, I got pulled over today. What happened? Uh, you know, just just out here living. <laughs> That's fucking brutal. Just out here living, yeah.
0: God damn. See, I was from the other side. I was driving here. And I saw a cop in his uh, his gas tank thing, the the little flap that you've, it was open. And I was like, I could pull up next to him at a stop sign and be like, hey, your gas tank is open. I'm like, there's no way that anyone would get me to talk to a police officer, especially in a thing like that. He'd be like, pull over. I want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, like, even see, though I haven't done anything wrong, I just feel scared. You know? I see
1: that concept. Like, it goes both ways. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a lot of emphasis that, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. in the black community, you know, we the ones that get stopped the most out of any, you know, race, mm-hmm. but you know, it is both ways, you know, even Caucasians, they're not Everybody, trying to get yeah. stopped. Yet. Everyone's fucking scared yeah. of
0: college. Like that's the whole thing. Uh, I ended the show with like one of the leaders of the NWACP up in Corvallis and, um, a big member in that cold community up at OSU who was getting his doctorate in this sort of thing, mm-hmm. just r- race and language. Um, love the dude. And, uh, and he ended the show. We had we we're kind of crunched for time, and he's like, "Let me ask you this: Are you afraid of cops?" I'm like, hundred percent." Right. Show me a person who isn't afraid of cops, even if you do nothing wrong. I was just, I go on Reddit, and there's a, a subreddit called Bad Cop No Donut. Bad underscore cop underscore no underscore donut. God damn it! If you go there for a half hour, you'll be terrified of cops.
1: It's just because of the narrative, right?
0: Well, it's just like a bunch of examples of like the worst things cops have, I know for that people was my who, point. I'm like, like cops, na- yeah.
1: The- the narrative that's put out about cops. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: If anything, they're pushing a narrative the other way. Like I tried to reach out to the Eugene chief of police. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, will you come and do a show? His secretary wrote back and she's like, yeah, what are some questions you want to ask? I'm like, as you know, on the show, yeah. I just kind of free ball. I see it.
1: that you dig it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, and then, I was like, I don't know like, why the public may, may have misconceptions about the cops. And she wrote back in this, such a Karen bitchy tone. She was like, well, the latest study shows that a lot of people actually really like cops. I think that's a loaded question. I'm like, go ask literally anybody. How about that? How about go ask literally anybody and say, hey, do you feel like are you kind of scared of when you see cops? Most people say yes. Not everyone, obviously. Right. I'm, I'm sure if you were in the military or a cop, you know a lot. About it, but goddamn, it's like a situation that could potentially ruin your life for no reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. And but that's, that's it. That's every time I've
0: spoken with a cop, they've been very friendly. Like, were they
1: friendly friendly to you today, or were they? I mean, oh, for today, yeah, yeah. They the cop was friendly today, nice. yeah. I yeah. wonder
0: if what goes through a cop's head if he's like, this is a black guy. Be overly nice to compensate for all those evil cops out there? Because if you're a good <laughs> cop, of course you'd think that way, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you if you were a white cop? Uh, You'd be like, like, "All right, I got to be really chill about this." I
1: would just be a human being, man. I mean, yes, there is the narrative out there that a lot of cops are killing black folks, but I feel like you know, cops are
0: killing people.
1: I mean, you know, yes, dime a dozen more in black communities. I just believe so. Yeah, I I think more more white people are shot by cops each year than black people. I mean, when you think about this, yeah, there are more Caucasians than than African Americans, but I feel like there are more the more more killings are percent, happy. by yeah. percent. Yeah, yes. yeah, I believe that like, as well. Like when you think about the coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? The rate of the coronavirus of people catching it is more than just say in somebody any getting in
0: disempoverished communities with health healthcare and stuff. No,
1: I wouldn't necessarily say that. Well, I'm just no saying, way like, a compared. A virus
0: is racist.
1: No. What? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to use an, uh, an example. Okay, so, like, yeah. you know, the morta- uh, the rate of people getting the coronavirus compared to say, like, smallpox. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Use that analogy with. (laughs) <laughs> police killing <laughs> Caucasians okay, compared yeah. to... oh yeah,
0: where they're kind of two different things that I'm kind of shoving together. My bad. I, I, yeah, my bad. I was trying yeah. to make an analogy. No, I don't think I fuck up analogies and metaphors all the time on the Absolutely. show. That's, that's the whole, the definition of the show is tiger rambling, cutting off guests and using bad metaphors. Yeah,
1: no, you good, <laughs> man. I
0: like it, man. Yeah. I like it. You digging deep, man. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, I mean, when uh, Deontay was on the show, I don't think we mentioned race once. Right. Um, but now that you're on the show, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you, I mean, you got pulled over it's, by a cop. You're literally yeah. like... And I, I guess what kind of brought this up is I was like, what's your main Focus and you're like, I want to help black communities. Yeah. And I guess my whole take on that is like, as a white person, there is no one really advocating, like, I want to help younger. Like, I mean, the third person here, I imagine no one really helped him out in life either to an amount that like there aren't people out there who's like, I'm going to. In fact, if you were a wealthy or a famous person, you said, you know what, I want to help white kids, you would be fucking brutally murdered on Twitter. <laughs> could you imagine someone going out and saying, I want to help white people in specific. So I'm like, it's just interesting to be, like, obviously... Yes, I'm, real, like, I'm
1: real clear on what I want to do, right?
0: Yeah, no, and I, I, but the thing is, I respect the hell out of that. But I'm, think, I'm saying, could you imagine someone ever saying, I want to help white people? I want to start a, a, a business that props up and helps white people. Like, obviously, I'm not complaining. I'm saying white people definitely got to start from the get-go here mm-hmm. in America. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying that isn't necessarily now. Like, I think... I think if you and I were b- to both apply for a job at, say, Spotify or something, right? and even say you were trans and gay, and I'm a straight white male, mm-hmm. and we were both apply with the same resume, I think they would pick you over me specifically because of that. To the point where now when I apply for jobs and stuff, I think of putting white male as something that's hurting my chances. Isn't that an interesting thing? That is a very interesting. When you put blackmail, do you think it helps your chances or hurts your chances? I think I think it hurts my chances. I think. You're, you, oh my God! <laughs> it just depends. It just depends. Does man. it hurt? Because you don't think like cool. Like I use Spotify as an example because they've specifically put out an ad. They're like, look, look. We hired trans people. We've even hired black trans people. We're we're the future. I'm like, oh my God! Like. Right. i think there are even companies now who are like well all our managers right now are white men so we can't we can't give any white men here raises we need to hire from outside uh-huh. but if you're a white man who's worked there 20 years you're like what the shit this isn't necessarily fair it's almost like um you know like however many 400 years of pent up going the other way it's like it's like going too far the other way and as a white male right now i'm like Really? Come on. Can we just get past this to where it's an evil, even playing field? But from like the, the <laughs> person who I was speaking with from Corvallis on the show, he was
1: like, no, it needs the debt needs to be repaid somehow first. I mean, if you're able to give everybody $1,200, <laughs> why, we can't have reparations. Yeah. So what are reparations?
0: <laughs> he said that too. I'm like, okay, so it would be a step of reparations, like giving people... I mean, the original thing was land, wasn't it? Huh? Like, There's not much Forty land acres of
1: a mule. That's what they said. And a mule. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about, yeah. It was a, you know, I don't know the documents on how much, you know, how much it was. Yeah. Uh, but would before. it be like, give all black people free education right now?
0: What if you're a 50-year-old black or like a 60-year-old black guy? You're like, that doesn't help me at all. I'm not going to be able to go to school, get out and get a job. So would you just give people money or like, how would that work though? You know, I uh, think giving young black you know, men college for free I, is a great I think, idea.
1: I think, um... You know, if I <laughs> if I was in that position, um, I think Boom, money, you're president. money, President Trayvon for a m- day. I think money and um, yeah, free education for but, sure.
0: But what about those like pretty poor white people, white men or women who grow up like maybe even with split up homeless parents? Like they deserve some help too. Compared to like, I think the the main thing it was episode thirty when I had this guy back on the show. Mm-hmm. He was my very first guest. Love the guy. Um, I was trying to make the argument that class difference, like if you as a black man were born to millionaire parents who helped you and I was born to pretty poor parents, like I think you would be more privileged than me. I was just pushing back on using the word like white privilege takes power over everything else. Uh like, I think money takes power
1: over everything else. Yeah. Money is power. Money a power for sure. For sure. Money, money. So then if
0: you're giving power, like, uh, money to all black people, like what about just all poor people to
1: start? I mean, but when you think about mass extinction, yes, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I, don't, I try you know, not dis- to think about that. Yeah, and I know that's hard. That's yeah. hard. That's a hard subject. You know, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bring up any bad vibes or anything like that. Especially but when you think about,
0: right, you I'm know, talking about mass extinction
1: here. I'm sorry about that. But when you think about, you know, there's different, there's different cultures who have faced mass extinction, and they were repaid for those debts, mm-hmm. they were repaid for those losses. Yeah. So you know, when I look at all of these, um. Other racist people getting money, and I'm like, hey, where's my culture? Where's my uh, race that's not getting mm-hmm. money? i I find that odd. I find that weird. I'm talking about millions of dollars have been given to families yeah. uh, for the death of their family members. Oh, 100%. You know, it's documented in Amazon where yeah. they go and cut down a whole tribe. Right, like they right. need to repayment something. Right.
0: Where my mind goes with this, and they miss, this was probably extremely. Uh, Not the right thing to say here, but I would almost say that more has been taken from people literally living in Africa, where you go there and you're like, all right, this land is mine because this is a diamond or an emerald mine. Like, shouldn't we give them money first? Like, those are people who are literally, like, they were never even given the option of living in America. Their land was taken from them. A lot of them probably slaughtered just because we're like, or like we, the
1: United States, wealthier places are like, these are our emeralds, yo. But when you think about an African American, if you take away the American, what is that person? African? Right. Are you
0: are you African American?
1: I'm technically African and yes, I'm technically That's African so interesting, American.
0: But you or your parents or your grandparents were never in Africa. So I've always just always been caught up with that. Like, what's a black American compared to, like, I, I always thought
1: African-American <laughs> was like,
0: you you were
1: born in Africa and came here or your parents did. I mean, when you think about, when you think about... You're just an American. When you think about African-Americans, African-Americans were taken from Africa and came here to American. That's mm-hmm. why they're the label African-American. So but if you, if you moved history, here since
0: then, you would just be an American?
1: Like, I if, mean, like, I mean that's yeah. That's the that's the that's weird the, point. That's, that's weird the thing. weird. Yeah, if I was born in Japan, but I moved here and I had citizenship, yes, I I call myself American. Right, because you, you don't call somebody who comes here from Africa who was born in Africa and he comes to America an, African-American, yeah, yeah, call like you're an African
0: American. You call them American. No, you'd
1: call him African. I mean, if, I if you're born born from Africa and I moved, yeah, but if, if you have U.S.
0: citizenship, you're just an American. If you have like citizenship in two different places, but if you were born here, why aren't you just an American? Like you can't, you don't have citizenship in any African country, do you? Well, no, I don't. So you're just American. Right. Yeah. The third party talking. He, he doesn't have a mic. He don't. He, he don't. don't. He <laughs> don't. He good. He good. Um. But you see what I'm mean? like, I'm yeah. like, like, and I'm obviously not doubting. I'm like, no, 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 African. I see where like, you're going with are, it. But I'm no. Just I, see
1: what, I see where you're going with it. But when you think about, um, you know, America, I, I feel like America is an organization. So, you know, mm-hmm. these are people, who, if you want to come to the land of the free and make an opportunity for yourself, you're going to have to pay back, uh, uncle Sam. So, yeah. you know, you're going to have to put that American at the end of your name, at the end of your race. Yeah. Because in order to progress out here in America, you're going to mm-hmm. have to, you know, stand up for, for being an American. Mm-hmm.
0: But you'd rather, you, if, you had to, if you could pick, you what? would just be described as an African, not an American
1: at all. I mean, yeah.
0: You're just an African in America.
1: Yeah, I would just Whoa, be an that's African in America. Because okay. the land wasn't called America. Mm-hmm. It was the Native American's land. Native, you see where I'm yeah, going with it? No, native I've American. You know, it yeah. was the Native land. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't technically be my land. So how can I call something, yeah, but, you know? Oh, it's, see, it's weird. You like, how to can a really
0: I? weird thing there. I don't want to defend it again.
1: I've, I've spoken. I know, but that's where, that's how far you want to go down the rabbit hole. No,
0: but how far I go down the rabbit hole is I'm like Amer- Native Americans lost. That's how land's always been taken and given. Like if, if the Roman Italy, uh, Empire is like, all right, we want Italy, they go and kill all those people. And then that's a part of Rome. It's not – they're not like Native Italian. Like those people are all dead. If anything, a lot of Native – like um, Native Americans were brutalized. It was a horrible mm-hmm. thing. But I'm not like – this is their land. It's like – Like, I think it's just so recent that it's more in our memory, Mm -hmm. but it's like the whole history of humans has always been just killing people and being like, this is our land now. Killing people. This is our land now. It was just the more recent it is, the more fucked up we think
1: it is. For good reason. It is fucked up. But in terms of you saying, if you were here coming from somewhere else and saying, why don't you just be American? Yeah. But you have to realize that. But you didn't come here. You were born here. Understandable. Your parents were born here. Understandable. But in terms of when you think about the race, yes. I have dark skin. My Isn't
0: that the difference between race and ethnicity? Well,
1: yeah, but, you know, having the skin complexion of black, yeah. Yeah, but, like you ethnicity, know. you'd be black
0: or you'd be African.
1: Yeah. No, race. But I guess I don't know the difference race between from ethnicity African, and race. I have African no idea ethnicity the Ethnicity is black, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, fair, yeah, fair, ethnicity fair. is black. And then, you know, white Caucasian. What if they just started
0: the, calling it skin color? <laughs> Literally just like list your
1: skin color and then it gave you like a color wheel. You just had to pick it. Nah, that, but that's the labels, you know, like <laughs> yes. that, 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 um, what I'm saying, going back to your question, like being American, like when you said like going back to, you know, people taking over the land, mm-hmm. you know, I feel that we, we, we fail to realize that only this land is called America because it was taken over from somebody else. Yes. So technically, it's not your land.
0: Yeah. If it
1: was already here, groomed by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yes, in history, if you, t- if you kill somebody and take their land, that's technically yeah. your land. But is that technically your land? So you think it's whoever gets to a place
0: first owns the place? Because that's how Native, American- Native Americans were just the first people to get here. For all uh, we know, maybe they killed I mean, people who I were mean, originally
1: here. I mean, I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that well, goes that's for like Africa, you know, you think about Asia, mm-hmm. you know, the, those people, these people yeah. were the inhabitants of this land. Yes. So, but not
0: necessarily, like in Africa, I'm yeah. sure play, people from one place went over and killed another group of people right. and said, all right, this is now a part of... Um, in history, you're right. Yeah. That, this so is it's our like, land. So should right. they move back and then give like, a, a, like the however many people are left who were originally there, their land back? because they were there first
1: we can we can talk about jerusalem are they giving uh africans uh african uh israelites back their land not at all sir that's a hot topic yeah is there see? a
0: hotter topic to you go know what to I'm saying? yeah
1: you know what i'm saying they're not giving back the land they actually don't want to see us over there so it's like you know what i mean is black israelites jewish people they're the true jews of israel the true Jews. Yeah, so there, there isn't, mm-hmm. there is, <laughs> there's only one. There's yeah. only, you know what I mean? Again, I'm this not saying there's, this is much I'm like not saying coronavirus, like coronavirus, yeah, that this th- would be an th- issue that I'm like, you yeah, know, I'm not qualified I, I, to speak on that one. Is, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, you know what I mean? No, but, yeah, but, yeah. I'm go- I'm, <laughs> but I'm going, I'm going like to answer how far your co- back of But, of, but to, of, to answer your question, yeah. like, that, like, they okay. took over that land and they said that this land is ours. So they called it that. So you think we'd make it to 2020 where, um,
0: People people in Europe or wherever, say, like technology just kept going. Right. We just never went to the United, the uh, North America. Right. Or I guess I don't know what you'd call it at that point. Uh, <laughs> let's just call it North America. I don't know what it'd naturally be called. Right. S- south of Canada. Right. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's just a bunch of people who, because um, when we met them, they didn't have written language or anything. So who knows? Like where they were in terms of like, would we have just left them as like, yeah, they just kill each other and, um, you know, eat each other's hearts and they, they don't have any technology or anything. Like, could you imagine a world where part of the world was never
1: like, no, no one else can go there now? I Ow. mean, I do. I mean, oh, my bad. i bad. I do. I do. I do. And then there is there is uh, there is different islands. Right there now. is different islands. Yeah. yeah right now. Where but we they're... almost do that in like a sick, twisted. We study them way. Yeah. And even like the residents of the island, they don't want us coming over there.
0: Yeah, but don't you think that's fucked up? If you were there and your kid broke his
1: leg, you'd be like, he dies. But if we had technology, he would live. But if you've been hearing about all of these other cultures and all of these other races getting mm-hmm. slaughtered yeah. <laughs> by millions yep. because of somebody saying, "Hey, let me come check out your island," you'll be you'll be yeah. on the fence too about yes. who you let in. 100%. Regardless if your son broke his leg or not, we're yeah. gonna handle this. We don't want that coming in though. Yeah, it's so, just so you know, interesting. We'll, if if the world did
0: work where whoever made it to a certain spot of land. It was like, all right, that's theirs, and no, no killing or taking land, like right, no wars Right, right. If it
1: was more of a collaboration, like I'm a yeah. co, come oh, up I'm 100% supportive. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah, yeah. But we can't change the past. Nah, you can't. That's just is what it is. But we can change the like right right now. What we're doing right now is how yeah. we're gonna change the future. Yeah, no, I, I'm
0: 100% supportive of um, reparations. I'm just curious because a lot of these things are like slippery, like not even slippery slopes. They're just where do you draw the line? It's like honest right. to God, I think. People living in Africa right now have gotten shafted way more than African-Americans. I know slavery and stuff's really bad, but there were slaves in Africa, too. Like, white people would go over there and treat them like slaves right. and take their precious resources. Like,
1: Africa, like, when when slavery was happening, um, yeah. there was a meeting yeah. uh, that happened in Europe where they distinguished Africa for, hey, you get this piece of Africa, you get mm-hmm. this piece of Africa. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's like reparations it's, should, there, should there start is, there, 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 no, there, There is no anything. There is no... You know, African-Americans in Africa, it's all one. You mm-hmm. know, it, the reparations in in, Afri- um, in, in America mm-hmm. is the same thing as giving reparations to people in Africa. We're yeah. all one. We're all on one accord. Yeah. Yeah. We all should. They probably feeling what we feeling. But yeah. it's the narratives. It's what you put out and what you feed the brain that changes those interactions. So because there's a big stigma out right now that's saying, like, you know, uh, uh, African-Americans don't. Um, you know, don't get along with Africans. And I feel like that's because of what the norms is getting put out. That's something that people say right now? I mean, that goes back to what we were saying about like what happens in like, uh, you know, black communities. They're only putting out that negative stereotype. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with Africans and African-Americans, if you feed that that, that mind, the negative stereotype, when that African and that African-American come together, that's what you're gonna get. Instead of sitting there and realizing like, hey, Something ain't right. I have mm-hmm. to first acknowledge who you is as a person yeah. to figure out who you are, so then I can then make my judgment. Mm-hmm. But So
0: would you, as someone who puts forward um, entertainers and stuff, yeah. would you notice the kind of culture, someone like, if you, there were two black musicians, yep. and one of them puts forward, like, yo, like, be really great, don't ever cheat on your girlfriend, be there for your kid, like, all these culture, like, things that aren't typically associated, or that for a long time they've been not, and then there's the more successful one, who is, like, poppin' zannies, all these different things, fuck a right. bitch, right. would, you, would you push... Even though he 's less popular, would you push the one with better um, not even better what is better and worse but um That would kind of cultivate a better personality for the culture
1: so yeah and that's that's where it is i have to that's a lot of responsibility i have to yeah i have to accept that i'm not trying to sign the guys that's just talking about popping molly and doing all of these things although i do
0: love Molly, i'm not trying to talk bad about molly there's
1: there's a difference (laughs) between taking something and abusing it you know what i mean there's a difference between taking something and abusing it and Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah you know if you got your manager if you got these music companies sitting in your face talking about sell 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 this you know what I mean that's you know what I mean pharmaceutical companies just
0: start signing oh, rappers so this. like make sure to uh, mention oxycodone by name in every rap uh-uh. that'd be
1: so fucking they probably funny. got six percent in Columbia <laughs> Universal they yeah. probably got their little dollars they in that you know in a record do. company like that's you fucking you know tell nuts. them get the mollies yep I got yeah. them don't trip tell yeah. them to get the XP, I mean uh the Percocets <laughs> I got them don't even trip they go you know so I mean? far to be like anti-diabetic
0: drugs yeah. like you just hear rappers like they have just someone in the studio helping them write they're like why the fuck would I make mention that. Yeah. Do it, do it. Tons of people have diabetes. Just do it. And It'll then
1: sometimes me. you got to think about like these music companies, the music companies got songwriters, producers, yeah. the artists, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes the, the artist is not producing their own music. Yeah. They're literally reciting what somebody else wrote. Taking so, shots at Drake right now, eh? Hey, if you want to take it like that, you can take it like that. Well, he does
0: not hold, hold, like he doesn't write. I have no disrespect. I'm like, no,
1: no. Drake writes music, but there no. has been, there has been there has been uh, uh, a lot of instances where Drake has had somebody write music from, but Drake Which writes. Which is fine. Mu- I mean, yeah. I mean, if you got I, your money and you want to pay somebody else, but just yeah. know, you're going to be known for not writing no bars.
0: Which is fine. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if anything, I'm like, I like Drake's music more than I like. Uh, I'm not going to list a rapper. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Really I'm, like I'm for it,
1: bro. Go ahead. How about I, you I like really, Lil Uzi
0: Vert? I really respect his songwriting, but I've never gone into uh, Kendrick Lamar's music. E- even though everyone loves Kendrick Lamar, even by saying that I feel You're bad, right. but I'm like, I would rather take like, it's just, those are different song styles anyways, right. but it's not like, oh, he didn't, he didn't write his own verse. So it's less legitimate. I'm like, as a consumer, I'm just fucking enjoying it. I respect that Kendrick Lamar is an immensely better musician. Mm-hmm. but. Have you ever, like, have you ever worked with someone who's really good at jazz music or, like, really a technically proficient musician? Mm -hmm. And I just don't like the kind of music they make. It's almost like the less musically technical someone is, the better music
1: they make to a certain extent. You're talking about me, how I look at the music industry right now. Right? I mean, it's, it's hard for me to accept a lot of this music because I know that some of these people don't live that. I know Mm -hmm. that they just up there, you know, having somebody feed them that dollar so that they can give that perception. And that's been, you know, that's been unraveled time after time. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who came into the industry independent have seen the game, seen people in these suits and ties that want to you know, act like they know the culture and then yeah. grab people outside of the culture and put them in those scenarios. Yeah. And they do that. That's why they're trying to let us know like, hey, if you do get in the game, go independent because some of these companies are not for you. They're for the private institutions yeah, and all going of that. Independent.
0: Chance the Rapper is one in 10 billion trillion. The fact that Chance the Rapper actually
1: became successful as an independent right. is beyond absurd. But that's the norm now. You see how so many people put out that norm? I mean, so many people start doing that. It starts to become the norm. That's cool. I mean, I feel like at the beginning, like early 2000s, there were only a few independent independent labels, like, and, you know, they're still known today. You say
0: label. That's still, you still assigned it to a label. Like, I think Chance the Rapper is an independent musician. He doesn't even have a label. That's the beauty of it. Even if you said an independent label, Mm. you're still signing to a label. Some other person other than yourself still owns 40% 40% of your music No, no. Rights. When I say
1: independent label, so say I'm day in the life entertainment. Yeah. I'm an independent label. So I'm, you know. But I'm, a musician still
0: signs to you. They wouldn't be independent. They but, wouldn't be an independent musician.
1: But say in terms of if I was an artist. Oh, yeah. Right. I would oh, be the artist. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yes. think Chance the Rapper. Yeah. He's, he is his label. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, he is his own label. So if he was the signed artist, he's actually, so, you know, whoever comes, you'd be mm-hmm. like, I'm basically signing you under Chance the Rapper. He's starting his LC, own empire. LLC, right. Which is incredibly cool. Right. I so. actually
0: think Kanye signed
1: him for some reason. And yeah, that's like OVO. You know, Drake, Drake is OVO. Yeah. He's just the one artist, but then now he has, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's almost like a pyramid scheme where I think even Kanye's on Jay-Z's label. And I'm sure. Yeah, Jay-Z's yeah, part and, I, of Universal. and I think. Um, yeah, th- that's how things go. It goes and all you the get way up. a percentage. <laughs> yeah, it's like percentages. You know, if you God work damn, with, if you work with Epics, you know, there's distribution. There's mm-hmm. record companies. There's all these different companies where they'll get a percentage of your revenue. Yeah. So but, what,
0: what would you do differently in this whole field of? because um, you would be a label you'd yeah, be a um, label f- and an event company it's an interest like you i know right i know man. right that's i know
1: i know so that's where i'm that's where i'm at you know so i'm trying to sit down and kind of direct where i want to put majority of my uh my energy because i'm putting my energy to event planning i'm putting my energy to talent scouting, promotion you know it's so um, i'm trying to figure out if i want to just strictly go for you know managerial work where it's like i'm a manager but you're also under this label so it's like hand in hand you also have that you know good connection with me and not having to just be like i'm gonna send my representative to work with you bro yeah. and then y'all work no mm-hmm. you have the close interaction or if it's That'd just be cool. being like you know i'm just the coolest big, part of that what
0: would be you would meet like you would be exactly. the person hanging out exactly. with Chance the exactly.
1: rapper and child's you know, can exactly. like all of them while they're
0: making the music exactly. like yes exactly. that's
1: the dream really right you want to you want to see that artist you know progress Mm -hmm. over time so then when they when y'all both sit down and look back and be like remember when we was here but that's isn't that like a teacher yeah you know what i'm saying so who are you looking to
0: sign who would be the best people to reach out to you right now we're almost
1: at an hour uh, i'm gonna put um even just a personal email
0: or something if not a website some way to reach out to you who do you want to reach out to you
1: okay uh if i was to say someone that i would like to sign you know, M5 vibe, if you're hearing this, you know what I mean? No,
0: no, realistic. Like, local local rappers, local, <laughs> um, local yes. artists.
1: Oh, cool. I'm going to have him on the show. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Oh, you, you have an M5 come? Oh, you'll no, have him, fa- come, on yeah, have sorry, him come, on come on the show. I'm sorry. Just the, the fact that it's yeah. a local
0: musician. I'm like, cool, yeah. I'll have him come on the show. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, so you, you had a name. I was thinking like a group of people. Like if someone's listening right now, they're like, I'm an up and coming musician. Uh-huh. Locally or non-locally would you even work with? So I
1: want to work locally right now. So, so just that Eugene, Oregon. Agree. I'm sorry, yeah. everyone
0: else. That's like 3% of the people who listen right now. So 3% <laughs> of the people who listen right now, you're invited to That's if you're I mean. a musician or an actor
1: or a filmmaker um, or anyone. So I'm looking for artists, um, musicians, if you play an instrument, any of those such things, or if you are... A producer, so anybody mm. that makes any EDM music, hey, you know what I shout mean, shout out to me. Yeah, <laughs> even if you, if you make rap music, anything like that, I'm looking for producers and artists. Nice, yeah, I like and, it. Yeah,
0: beautiful. And you got any other shout outs? You want people to follow you on social media? Uh,
1: shout out, you know, Black Student Union at Lane Community College. Uh, y'all can find me on Instagram at T R E Y D A Y 9 7 or d-a-y i'll put
0: a link i'll put a link for the exact reach out to him through instagram though yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And, and facebook too and facebook yeah so All uh right. t-r-e-y-l-o-n-d-a-y and can i get a uh, phone number and a home address i'm nah, kidding I'm, <laughs> Good on What's your I, social, try, I'm not trying to end up like pop smokey dig That's so funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, I like it. You're an absolute joy to speak with. Um, I appreciate I'd love you. To have you. I appreciate back you on for having me on. Appreciate
1: yeah. uh, Deontay for inviting me to do this. you're in good so company. He this. was a blast
0: to speak with. Yes. And again, he was a recommendation through a friend as well. Oh,
1: okay. So, so we're cool. going to keep that going. I like how you have it to where it's like you're being recommended to have. Yeah. So you know, after this, if you want to have M5 come by, I'll have. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I love speaking with people. So, lots of love. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll Thank talk you. To you later. I appreciate that, Tiger.